Hi. How are you? Not too bad in yourself. With all due respect, let's get the small talk. Welcome to Let's Give the Small Talk, a podcast show where we talk about it all, one topic at a time. I'm your host, Tyconis Allison. With that being said, ready, set, stimulate. Let's get small talk. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to episode 88 of Let's Give the Small Talk. Today's episode will be a heavy one. Unfortunately, today we'll be discussing the great inevitable, which is death. Death is sudden. Even when it's expected, it's still a painful surprise. Death is lonely. Losing a loved one leaves a hole in your heart that can never be filled. Death is final. Not being able to speak to someone again is a tough pill to swallow. That's the one thing that bothers me the most about death. The silence that comes with it. It's so silent, yet so loud. I want to tribute this episode to my father-in-law, Bobby, who has transitioned recently. Despite the dark clouds hovering above, it's important that we try. That we try to focus on the silver line and permeating through. And that's what I want to do today. Before I begin, first, let's talk about the podcast. If you enjoy Let's Skip the Small Talk and you would like to help the podcast reach its fullest potential, then by all means, please do so. All you have to do is simply text this episode link to one person in your phone. Just one. As you know, there is nothing more powerful than a recommendation from someone you know. You guys have been doing it, so please continue to do so. I deeply appreciate it, and thank you. Thank you in advance. All right, let's kick the show off with a little motivation. Three, two, one. Score! Goal season is here. I repeat, goal season is here. Special shout out to all the goal seekers and all the grinders out there. I have a few questions for you today. And I would love for you to answer them out loud to yourself. If you are near anyone at the moment, I'm going to ask you to step away from them. I want you to go into another room for about five minutes, just five minutes. I want you to be alone. I want you to be alone because I want you to be honest with yourself. As you know, we can deceive the world, but we should never deceive ourselves, right? We can lie to everybody around us, but don't ever lie to yourself. So let's get into a room all alone, all by yourself, so you can answer these questions out loud to yourself only. Okay? 
All right. Now that you are alone in a space of transparency, let's begin. How are you? That's what I would like to know. How are you? Are you currently motivated or are you currently in a rut? Or are you just getting by? Which one is it for you? How are you? Are you excited when you wake up? Are you pressing the snooze button three, four times before you crawl out of the bed? Or do you not even set an alarm because you want to wake up whenever you feel like it? How are you? When you look in the mirror, do you recognize the reflection staring back at you? Do you like what you see? Or are you ashamed about the weight in your face? Or in your stomach? Or in your legs? So you hurry up. And just get in the shower and pretend you didn't see what you just saw. How are you? Are you where you want to be in life? Are you pursuing the life you envision? Or are you happy and content with the way things are? How are you? If your life ended right now, unexpectedly, will you be fulfilled? Will you be satisfied? Or would you be disappointed? Which one? Fulfilled? Satisfied? Or disappointed? How are you? I just wanted to check up on you. I hope these questions were beneficial to you some way and somehow. My advice to you is to keep going. Keep going because if you stop now, you will never know where you would have ended up. With that being said, I would like to share a couple stories with you. About my late father-in-law, Bobby. What's happening, man? Hey. This TIP, hey. you know. Hey. I like to dedicate this song to anybody who done ever lost somebody. To the grave, hey. to the streets, hey. to the jail cell. I done been in a situation where I had to cope with all three, you know what I'm saying? I feel like the only thing I ain't done yet is die, you know? <laughs> but it ain't how I live while I'm here. It's how I live when I leave. Life's ups and downs, they come and go But when I die, I hope I live in the sky All my folks who ain't alive, hope they live in the sky Pray to God, when I die, they'll live in the sky So when I die, I hope I live in the sky All my folks who ain't survived, may they live in the sky Life's ups and lives, they come and go But when I die, I hope I live in the sky Yeah. 
in the sky All my folks who ain't survived made to live in the sky Tell God I wanna fly, let me live in the sky Sky, 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 sky. I like to dedicate this song to my cousin too Alejandro Jamel Morgan, man I miss the shit out you, my nigga I also like to dedicate this to my homeboy J. Root Jamal Hendricks, what's happening? Also my partner Bankhead, man Lee Horn What it is, nigga? PSC for life, and uh, And my little homeboy Poncho And my little homeboy Rico I shed tears writing this song, homeboy That real talk, man Hey, I wanna live in the sky Sky, sky They let me live in the sky Sky, pray to God that I live in the sky Sky, sky Okay, so if we're going to have story time, you must start with the Genesis, right? So let's start where it all began. The relationship between Bobby and I. When I first met Bobby, after Alicia introduced us, the first thing Bobby started talking to me about was RFID chips, radio frequency identification. Granted, we just met like two minutes ago. Alicia just introduced us and I sat down on the couch and uh, she left. She went to her room and him and I were talking about RFID chips. And it's crazy because just recently I was reading up on them. And everything he was saying, I was feeling the same way. So it was really cool that uh, our first conversation uh, was skipping the small talk. (laughs) We didn't talk about the weather. We didn't do the usual, where are you from? How'd you meet my daughter? How'd you guys become friends? It, It wasn't any of that. We literally just started talking about RFID chips. And uh, that was really dope. That was really dope. Um, You guys kind of know me a little bit. If you know me, I like to just, I like to dive right in. So for us to do that within our first conversation, I was hooked. I immediately liked Bobby um, from our first conversation. (laughs) Oh, man. Wow. Um. Bobby and I, we went on to have plenty, plenty of more conversations. Um, I remember times where we'd just sit on the couch and he was real big into history and documentaries. And so am I. So uh, we'd be discussing like World War Two, World War One. We'd be talking about it all. And uh, it was some good conversations. You know, I tell you guys all the time, one of the reasons why I enjoy period pieces like movies or documentaries or whatever the case may be is because I didn't live during that time period. And so that's the closest thing I get to experiencing those events that occurred. Now, the beautiful thing about talking to Bobby is Bobby is 40 years my senior, 40 plus years my senior. So he lived through some of these things. So to be able to get his insight and his feedback about what what happened back then, like what really happened, it was amazing. You know, I was like a kid in a candy store. 
just sitting there and just soaking up the information. I love information and Bobby was full of it. He was full of stories and information. We had quite a few things in common, quite a few. Okay, I want to tell you a story, a story that I never told anybody before about a conversation that Bobby and I had in 2016. I don't remember the exact month, but I was going to the kitchen to maybe get something for Alicia or for Leah. I went to go get something briefly, right? So I left the room to go get something and Bobby was in the living room and he was watching television and he called me over and I said, hey, what's up, man? And and he said to me, he said, I want you to marry my daughter. Immediately, a huge smile just spread across my face. I didn't really know what to say. I wasn't expecting that at all. But it was coming from such a place of sincerity and genuineness, I was taken aback. He kept talking and he told me that I was a good guy. I was a good guy and he believed that I am the one for his daughter and to make sure that I married her. And like I said, I was taken aback, but more so than anything, I was I was grateful. I was grateful, you know. You know in the movies how the guy has to come to the father and ask for his permission to marry his daughter. That's uh I know that may not still happen much nowadays. Um but for Bobby to come in and give me that blessing, it just meant the world to me. You know, it really did. And uh I always just kept that between him and I. I've I've never told anybody uh this story, but one thing I'm really happy about is um obviously Alicia and I we we are engaged and I am so happy that he was able to uh witness that witness our engagement before before he transitioned unfortunately it is it is terribly sad that he won't be here for the wedding but um but I'm glad that he knows that uh that his daughter's going to be in good hands. And um, and I'm going to give her everything I got. I'm going to give her everything I got. Bobby was many things. Many things. He was a joy. He was smart. He was funny. He was many things. One of the things... Bobby was to me was welcoming you know he welcomed me into his home especially in the first year when Alicia and I was 
getting all our stuff together um, before we moved out, he was welcoming. He he uh, he never made me feel out of place, and um, he made me feel appreciated. That uh, that really meant a lot to me. Really, really, really meant a lot to me. So, thank you, Bobby. Thank you for that. Thank you for welcoming me into your home, into your life, and um, and giving me the blessing, the blessing of your daughter's hand in marriage. Thank you. I have a great deal of respect for you, and I always will. Always. Bobby, if you're listening, I just want you to know that Aaliyah always talks about you. She does. She always talks about Grandpa Bobby. And uh, I want you to know that she misses you dearly. At six years old, this is all new for her, you know. And um, I could protect her from the world, but I can't protect her from death. And that saddens me. Really does. Bobby, I also want you to know that your daughter, she misses you greatly, man. She misses you terribly. Death is not easy to cope with, but Alicia is trying. She's trying to hang in there the best she can. Throughout it all, she's been present and she's been gracious every step of the way since she received that heartbreaking phone call. She's been there every step of the way for everyone. Bobby, we miss you. We will cherish the memories for memories never die. You know, death affects us all differently. Losing a loved one can make you question life, faith, and even love itself. So today, I would like to share an uplifting message with you from Bishop T.D. Jakes. It's an urge. Truth be told, every champion has felt it. Every president has felt it. Every king has felt it. Every lion has felt it. Every winner has felt it. Every soldier has felt it. Every victorious person has felt it. The urge to quit. Don't you give up on your dream. I don't care if you don't have the money, you don't have the help, and you don't have the family for it, and you don't have the background for it, and you don't have the friends for it, don't you give up on your dream. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. It may take you twice as long. You may have to take courses and classes. You might not read as fast. You might not move as quick. You might not have as much, but don't you quit. Don't you quit. Don't you quit. You do make a difference. You do make a difference. You do make a difference. 
as weak as you are, as tired as you are, as many mistakes as you made, you do make a difference. There is something they would lose if you were not there. There was something that they would miss if you were not there. You do make a difference. You do make a difference. You do make a difference. Keep hopping. It's for people that are trying to hop their way back home. Come hell or high water, doing the best they can with what they got. That's, that's who we are, doing the best we can with what we got. And we may not break any ribbons and we may not get any trophies, but if we can learn how to hang on in there, we'll be all right. I will not lie to you, I feel like going on. But I have seen days I did not want to get out of the bed, didn't want to put on clothes, and didn't even feel like brushing my teeth. I've seen days so dark that I just wanted to keep driving, and I didn't even care where I ended up or what you called me. They came, and they passed, and they came to pass. I kept the faith. I kept it. I lost a lot of stuff. I lost a lot of friends. I lost a lot of strength. I lost a lot of courage. I lost a lot of time. I lost a lot of money. But I kept down on my knees. I was still believing. Broke, I was believing. Lonely, I was believing. Betrayed, I was. If you lose a job, keep the faith. If you lose a spouse, keep the faith. If you bury your child, keep the faith. If you have to downsize, keep the faith. If you have to move in with your mama, keep the faith. If you're at your wit's end, keep the faith. If you have to catch the bus, keep the faith. If you have to thumb, keep the faith. If you get sick, keep the faith. If you lose your kidneys, keep the faith. If you got heart trouble, keep the faith. You might not get a new heart, but you gotta keep your faith. Thank you. Thank you, Bishop T.D. Jakes, for that wonderful message. It's deeply appreciated, especially during these times. Thank you. With that being said, let's jump into our next segment. Have a treat. As you know, each and every episode, I recommend something for you to read, something for you to watch, and something for you to do. Because you deserve to treat yourself. You deserve 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes to just spend some time with yourself. So grab a fork. It's time for a treat. What I recommend that you watch, it's going to be a classic, y'all. Y'all get ready. What I recommend that you watch is the Temptations movie. Yes, that's right. The Temptations one of the greatest groups of all time. I want you to watch that movie. That was one of Bobby's, if not his favorite movie of all time. Alicia told me countless of stories of how her and Bobby used to watch the movie growing up. And he used to show her the dance moves in the living room. And they used to dance together and playing Temptation music in the background. If you guys have the DVD in your home or the VHS, <laughs> pop it in and watch it. Great movie. Great, great, great movie. Timeless movie. Because it's timeless music. It'll live on forever. 
All right. Now for something to read. What I recommend that you read is a book titled To Be Loved, The Music, The Magic, The Memories of Motown. It is Barry Gordy's autobiography. Guys, what do we say all the time? Anytime you get the chance to hear someone's story from themselves, I highly recommend it. Barry Gordy is the reason why Motown came into existence. So after you watch the Temptations movie, read the book about how it all got started. One hell of a story. Once again, that book is titled To Be Loved, the autobiography of Barry Gordy. All right. Now for something to do. What I recommend that you do is that you wrap your arms around your loved ones and tell them that you love them and how much you appreciate them. That's what I'd like for you to do. Okay? All right. Thank you so much for listening. I deeply appreciate it. If you enjoyed this episode, please send it to one person in your phone so they can enjoy it as well. Before you leave, I want to leave you with this quote. It is not the length of life, but the depth of life. Thank you.